0: dancing I will not dance nope I'm mad welcome to the Miami Sports Bar I'm still mad though Miami Sports Bar hello and welcome back yes this is your host Joey this is a Miami Sports Bar podcast this is episode 13 i almost fucked that up again listen i need you guys to understand i recorded this whole thing the first fucking time microphone was off gotta check it again then i tried to do it a second time and i fucked up somehow again i hit the space bar because i thought i was ending the music and that's why that music just played again and you know it goes perfectly with what my intro was about, was to apologize for taking another two weeks to do an episode. Um, This learning curve has been a process. I am continuing to learn and continue to get better, just like I did with the audio portion of this podcast. I really love all of y'all. I appreciate all of y'all. Anyone who's listened, anybody who's watched, all of you combined. You know, I am already well past... In 12 episodes, compared to the 17 episodes I did for the Duffy's Fantasy Football Podcast, in the 12 episodes I've done here, this will be episode 13, I've already way surpassed that. And that's just looking at Apple Podcasts. Not even including the Spotify count, and not including my very, very minimal YouTube count. It's been a learning curve. I mean, just even getting my little shitty soundboard, which sucks. I hate this. But... I will upgrade, but uh, you know, I got this amazing camera, got this amazing laptop. I mean, like, just even getting for you know, my soundboard hooked up where you guys can hear little fucking kids cheering like, who wants to even hear that has been a process. (laughs) But I promise I will not spend this whole podcast um, upset, except for when I talk about things that will get me upset. Like I said, love y'all, appreciate y'all. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for listening, watching. If you have the time, I mean, to really think about it, you know what I mean? Like, because I know that there's big podcasts and, you know, big channels and content creators out there. So anyone who's listening or watching now, watch, holy fuck, listening or watching now, you would think that after my third attempt that I wouldn't have to stutter or, you know, repeat myself. Taking time out of your day, whether you're walking, working out, in your car, doing whatever you do, if you're listening or watching me right now, it really does mean the world to me. It really does. And this is the third time I say it into the camera, but this will be the time that you see it. And I do really appreciate it. Without further ado, let me get in. Oh, actually, sorry. The other thing I was going to say, I'm not talking about the Miami Heat today. I'm wearing my Miami Heat jersey. Dwayne Wade. This is actually a jersey that I bought in Dwayne Wade's last home game. Shout out to Nick Alemán uh, that went with me. We were in the nosebleeds. And uh, I got this jersey and I'm wearing it today because we beat the 76ers by 28 points, embarrassed them. I'm sure that they don't have to, they were not trying that hard. They definitely don't have to. I don't, I'm sure they don't have to try that hard because they've been clinched. And if anything, they're just fighting for seating and that's not something a coach is willing to put their you know players on the line for, so, but it was a game that we needed to win, a game that we needed for confidence, hopefully we can get that succeed, avoid the playing game we've already dealt with enough injuries and stuff like that, so hopefully we continue in these last two regular season games I think that we have it's only like that two or three, hopefully we win out the nets. I mean, that's got the magic. I think they played 76ers too, and 76ers already clinched, and we just, so we'll see how that goes. But, anyways, first story, first, like, you know, anecdote that I have, really, is uh, the other day. So, on March 26th was my friend, my brother, Ronnie's birthday, right? So, on the 25th, which was a Saturday, I requested that whole day off to go back and play flag football. I got a huge sunburn. If you follow me on Instagram and you pay attention to my stories, you would have seen that I posted a picture of my disgusting sunburn and my back tattoo, which Kiko said was uh, trashy, which with more deliberation, I agree. There are some modifications I want to make to it, but whatever. Nonetheless, um, I played flag football and then we went to dinner afterwards. And when we went to dinner, his aunt Gina was there. Right, and Gina is a woman who was married to my uncle back when we were way, 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 way young. Right, and I, when I was telling the story to somebody, I confused the times. Right, he he went to prison after his relationship with her, but it wasn't the relationship I was thinking of. It was another relationship with another woman that I think that he smacked. Do not approve of. It's still funny, and um. <laughs> and um and not funny because he smacked a woman just funny because if you know my uncle and like i mean this guy's been in and out of prison like since his fucking late teens you know and and that's not funny no it is funny and um uh he was in ocala right and if you know florida you know ocala's maybe 45 minutes away hour away from uh orlando disney world specifically and you know if you're cuban it's really like 30 45 minutes away right because you haul an ass you don't give a fuck whatever and uh and if you knew like I'm, i'm gonna say it like you did so in my childhood i was that kid that went to disney world like two three times a year up until i was like fifth and sixth grade even when my father was unemployed r.i.p We went to Disney World two, three times a year. Like he spent that fucking money instead of saving it or doing whatever he had to do. You know what I mean? And getting another job. And, you know, at the time, obviously, I, you know, benefited off of this. So it's hard to I'm not trying to complain. But I know as a responsible adult right now that that is not what I would have done. And this time that my uncle was in prison in Ocala. There was a moment where I was like, okay, like, you know, my grandmother, you know, rest in peace as well. Like, you know, my abuelita, like, I love her. She is the reason that I am where I am and I am who I am today. And uh, we went up to take her and for me and my father to visit my uncle in prison in Ocala. But the real deal was going to Disney World. (laughs) I don't know if it was before or after you know, I got to check the mic again because I'm not doing this story again. I don't know if it was before or after, but we still went to Disney World. And, you know, I just imagine a scenario where, you know, I walk into this prison. And I remember I have the memory of walking through the prison corridors. And on the left was like a basketball court. On the right was just cells, 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 you know, like a, like a fucking movie. And talking to my uncle through the glass on the telephone type of thing deal you know where you're like there like right? hey you know trying to get that communication going and i could just imagine my uncle being like hey kiddo how's everything going and me just being like oh i went to disney world what did what, what what's up with you you know yeah, i just played basketball for fucking 15 minutes yeah <laughs> which is so fucked and the thing is my uncle and my father did not have a great relationship so i feel like this is, you know and you know i wish my father was alive so i could ask You know, and I'm not trying to get, like, all morbid about it, but I feel like my fucking father did that to fucking rub it in his face, you know, because they were, like, you know how brothers are, especially, like, you think about Cuban, Cuban, got it, cocaine cowboys, yes, they're Cuban, cocaine cowboys, guys who came over in the 70s, you know, like, these guys are fucking hustling all their lives, you know what I mean, they're always in competition, trying to be one step ahead of the other. I can, there's no way my dad wasn't doing that to be like, yeah, you're in prison and I'm taking my son to fucking Disney World, bitch. What's up? You know, let me not remind you that my mother was a stripper. (laughs) You know, it's so great because it makes me laugh. So please feel free to crack up at me. But uh, speaking of Ronnie's family and Ronnie's birthday dinner, his mother, Suzanne Colandrea, which I don't really know what her name is now, last name. Because uh, her uh, his father and mother have been divorced for a little while now. But they still get along, you know. I mean, the kids are grown. They'll be all right. And uh, so, we, you know, we have dinner. And she's twisted the whole time, drunk as shit. And we go to a family friend's house. And they're showing us, like, they have these jars of wax. Like, jars, right? Like that. Like, big-ass jars. And... They have two jars. One jar is like 50% full. The other jar is like 60% full. And I already know. like, I i mean, I don't know because I have no experience. And I just took a wild guess. I'm like, that shit, full jar is probably like 20 grand. And I was right. Full jar, 20 grand. So together between both jars, they had over $20,000 worth of product. And we're just like go talking shit, laughing about it, really don't care. Like they're giving some to Ronnie. It's his birthday, you know, whatever. And... Ronnie's mom comes up. She's like, what is that, honey? And I was like, yeah, Sue, it's $20,000 worth of honey. She's like, I don't know. Maybe it was from special bees. Jesus Christ. And then as I explained her, and, and and when I say, like, she wasn't trying to be funny. She really thought it was honey. I did not mean to rhyme, but whatever. And as I explained to her what it is, she's like, oh, that's what that is? She's, And then she proceeds to go on this whole tangent about how she basically would much rather smoke crack than smoke wax, right? That's her whole thing. She said, gun to her head, gun to her head. She would much rather smoke crack than wax. She also said that she believes that she would be more high from the wax than she would be from the crack. Now, here is where I humble myself I don't think that Sue has ever smoked crack. I don't know. I don't think so. She's not the crack type person. I've never smoked crack. But I would put my money on the wax side. Like, I would rather smoke wax than fucking crack. I would probably be less high from wax than crack. I've smoked wax in the past. And I might not smoke wax anytime soon. Because I'm a very, very big lightweight nowadays. Get it? Big lightweight. Uh, It's contradictory. And... I just don't see how you could be higher from wax than you are from crack. I mean, I'm, I've met some crackheads and I'm sure a lot of you have too. And you're probably thinking to yourself, yeah, I'd much rather smoke wax than crack. And whether that's a personal preference or just, you know, here's your assumption, you know, it's okay. Like I agree with you. No, I like gun to your head, Suzanne. I mean, this is the same woman that when I was a little kid. No cap. Ronnie's mother would, I'm talking about like seven, eight years old. She would make fun of me, call me Montadudu instead of Montegudo. I just shared that name. She'd call me Montadudu. She would make fun of me, call me Chubby Boy as a little kid. I was probably an asshole too, but I just remember her making fun of me. And she'd be like, yeah, go kick rocks. And I would walk out the house and they would watch me kick rocks as I walked home. And then an hour later, I would walk back and be like, okay, I'm over it. And the funny part is you might think like, wow, what a bitch. Honestly, she built character. I didn't have a mom growing up. And maybe that's not the mother you would want because she was a lot. I mean, you ask Ronnie and ask Cameron. There, She was not like that to her boys. But like that was like the character building I needed, you know, looking back at it. Like I needed that because I had my grandmother who was like basically like, the angel, like the sovereign of my life, like she was everything to me. I'm not really, you know, comparing them, but it's just kind of like it was something that might have been needed. And 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 that night on Ronnie's birthday, actually, to go back to that, she kept apologizing and saying like, "Oh, I'm so," I'm like, "Sue," I'm like, "Dude, I'm 26 now. I love you. I'll do anything for you. I'd fight for you. I'd kill for you. Like you're you're like a mother to me. So like you know, all that's nothing." And it was something that, like, I needed to get over. Because, I, I mean, I'm still sensitive to this day. Don't get me wrong. Right? Some people will tell me, like, you can't make fun of Joey. i would be like, hold on. You can make fun of me. But just be ready when it comes back. That's all I'm saying. So. I, crack over wax. I'm sorry, Sue. I'm not letting that go. But now let's get off of these personal anecdotes. And these shitty little stories that you probably don't even care about, and talk about the bar side of the Miami Sports Bar. So it was um you guys like my little thing. Got it's got little strings. See. Um I went to Heroes after work, and if you go Heroes is a you know it's a Japanese restaurant, they are have with a bar that's open. To like 3 a.m., something like that. There, It's right in between US 1 and A1A on 163rd in that plaza uh, where Outback is. And I went there. I mean, I've been going there since I was like 19. You know, sorry, Heroes. And I was talking to this bartender. I used to know all of them. And this bartender is still working there. We're just talking shit. And we're kind of laughing because he's like, we're talking about the regulars that we both know that come to Duffy's and come to Heroes. And he was talking about people that come from Dean's. And from Porterhouse. And it just so happened to be some people that I also knew that come from Porterhouse or Dean's Dean's Gold, the strip club on Wednesdays 3rd. And it just got me thinking of, like, the bar cycle of North Miami for all these alcoholics and regulars. And don't get me wrong. I've been on that bar cycle, not on Dean's Gold. But, like, there's a certain areas to the bar cycle, right? So you can either start at Porterhouse or start at Duffy's. From one of the two, Porterhouse closes later, so... But from one of the two, you can go to heroes, close that three. From heroes, you can go to Dean's Gold or Billy's. The people who go to Dean's Gold are the old gentlemen with money. The people who go to Billy's are the young people who have money to spend but not enough money and are just looking to get drunk and probably, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And maybe go to Tootsie's, right? So you can go to Billy's or you go to Tootsie's or you can go to Dean's Gold. So I feel like the older gentlemen, the ones that go through this bar cycle, are ending up at Dean's Gold. The younger, the uh, service staff might go to Billy's, or they might go to Tootsie's if it's in the biz night. They go sit in the back play pool, whatever. I'm a victim of that. I'm a victim of both. You know, the reason I really don't go anymore is because they're open so late, and I'm such a fucking alcoholic, I guess, that I will not leave until they close. Like, I have no self-control. That's why I like Flanagan's. Shout out to Flanagan's North Miami. They're part of that cycle as well. That is where my cycle ends, because Flanagan's in North Miami closes at 2 a.m. So they close. I go home. But if I go straight from Heroes to Billy's, I mean, even though Heroes closes later, then that's not the point. If I go from somewhere else to Billy's, I'm going to be at Billy's until they close. If I go from somewhere else to if I go from Flanagan's to Tootsie's, I'm going to be there until they close. That's a part of the bar cycle that I like to break. But from what I realized from talking to the bartender at Heroes is that. This bar cycle is endless for these people. I mean, today, I had a regular... I mean, he comes in seven days a week. Don't get it twisted. Mike, I don't like you. Roy, I don't like you either. Um, <laughs> Fuck all of y'all regulars that are rude and disrespectful right now. Here it is. My um, boy, Mike was in my bar but before noon. The only piece that I really got from it was that he was gone before 4... And I knew that my staff or my, not my staff, Jesus, that my uh, replacement bartenders weren't going to have to deal with him for the day because he was already gone. You know, I mean, that bar cycle is real. That bar cycle is serious. And I mean, I'm not going to call it. I mean, I will because I, I know I had the bartender pet peeve of the week. So we're going to call this a bartender pet peeve of the week. What benefit do I fucking get from watering down your drinks? Let's think about it. Let's hit my vape while I think about it. I'm I'm your bartender, right? You're paying for the double shot. You're paying for the single shot. You're paying for a two-for-one round, right? The only real reason that I would ever water down your drinks is because I need to cut you off. And 999 times out of 1,000, I have no problem just telling you you're cut off, right? The only time that I feel is acceptable or that, and, and I mean, I've been bartending. Fuck, I'm so old. I'm 26. I've been bartending seven years, seven-ish, whatever, seven and a half. I don't know. If I water down your drink, that 999 times out of 1,000, it's because you're an aggressive drunk it's hard to cut you off and to avoid an issue. I'm going to give you your last round, but I'm going to water it down a little bit. Put maybe half an ounce of alcohol with the rest of juice and whatever, and that's it. But that's well deserved. I'm talking about people who sit at the bar, order their drink, and they go, This tastes watered down to me. And you know what they're saying. Like, it's are you accusing me? Like, you think I'm really making your drink and I'm adding water? Or you think that we're opening bottles and pouring some out and putting water in it you know or you know splitting a bottle like no bro this is a corporate restaurant like people places that do that you know what they look like you know how they you know how they roll man and if you go in there like you ain't worried about it like you know what's up (laughs) porterhouse like don't no it's insulting and like you think i care enough to what what benefit do i got so i could drink your drink fired so i can give it away fired think I'm going to risk my job to short you? And if I was going to short you, I would just short you. What, you think I'm adding water to it? Because, you know, sometimes people, it's watered down, but they mean that the ice melted. That's fine. And because they'll say it and be like, oh, well, let me just get another one because it's already watered down. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just like a throwaway statement. But then there's those people that be like, hey, man, you watered this down. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you think I even care enough about you? Literally. That I care enough about you? To water down your drink just to fuck with you? Like, what, are you fucking dumb? It's, dude, that's a clip right there. What, are you fucking dumb? Mm. But no, it makes no sense to me. But anyways, I want to get into my fake motivation statement, and I'm just let you know that it only the sound only runs like 24 seconds, so let's see how fast I can go through this. All right, ready? Three, two, one. No one cares that you're broke. If you're broke, figure it the fuck out. If you're not making enough money at your job, get another job. If that job's not enough, get a second job. And please... I had to restart it. Don't tell me that you're broke while we're out having a drink together. Because uh, I ain't paying for your drink. You know what I'm saying? Make some money. Figure it out. Save your money. Budget yourself. It's not other people's problems. If anybody's concerned about the money you make, it should just be you. Eh, I cut it close. I gotta. I need a new soundboard, bro. This fucking soundboard is trash. Final segment. No sound effects because the soundboard's trash. Is Don't Be an Idiot. And this one is really close to me. The world does not revolve around you. When you walk into a restaurant, when you walk into a store, all eyes are not on you. Yes, part of them should be people should pay attention. They should give you customer service. Of course. But you don't understand. You don't know what's going on in other people's lives. You don't know what's going on in certain situations. You walk in, you sit down at the bar. Let, let me. I mean, the steps of service, right? Greet, greet a guest within one to two minutes, something like that. 30 seconds to a minute. I don't know. Some restaurants cut it shorter, right? A lot of restaurants, their main steps of service intro is greet a guest for one to two minutes. Give them a drink within two to three minutes. Appetizer within eight to ten minutes. Entree within fucking 12 to 15 minutes, whatever it is. A lot of places change it up, obviously, depending on their style. I understand the steps of service, and most people do. Eh, I mean, I work with a lot of idiots, but... Whatever. Marans. It doesn't matter. The world does not revolve around you. Have some fucking patience. Have some consideration. You think that everybody's just worried about what's going on in your life? Are you worried about what's going on in everyone else's life? Obviously not. Take a moment, step back, look around, and have some consideration. Not everybody's worried about you. And once we get to you, we got you. I know a lot of people that work with me, that they fake all their above and beyondness just to make you happy like yeah it might be for show but they'll take care of you but what they didn't get something as fast as you wanted it they didn't make that drink as good as you wanted it the food didn't come out as tasty as you wanted it take a breath have some patience and explain it because we can fix it for you but don't come off with that attitude like we owe you something Like, you're the one most important person in this restaurant that needs to be taken care of. Like, no, you're not. I'll say it again. For those in the back, the world does not revolve around you. You got it? I'm pretty sure, guys. I'm pretty sure I did it this time. I'm at 24 minutes, 30 seconds right now. I'm pretty sure that I nailed it. I'm pretty sure that if I did not nail it, that I will not record this again. So I really hope this goes through, baby. I had my little page of notes right here. This is my third fucking time reading off of this fucking thing. She just fucking needed understand? Hold on. I'm going to show you guys how like, I'm done, okay? If this does not go through... Okay. It's done. Okay. I'm going to take a sip of my twisted tea and let you know it's warm by now because it's been three episodes. Huh, <laughs> three episodes. Three recordings. Should have been three fucking episodes. I love you. You understand? I love you as much as I love my nephew Liam. I'm just kidding. I love him way more than I love any of you. But please, please, for as much effort as it took me to get this episode to you, love yourselves. You got that? You want me to say it again? Love yourselves. I'll see you next time. Literally.